Welcome to the Plan Vision Podcast, where we share simple, straightforward investment and planning ideas for normal people. The description in this podcast is for informational purposes only. Do not construe this as personal tax, financial, or legal advice for your situation. Hey there, it's Mark Zorl back with the Plan Vision Podcast, even though I just did one of these five minutes ago. You don't know that because you you don't know when I do these, but many times I do them in a, a funeral. What I'm going to talk about today is the is the idea for investors when you get to retirement of how you're going to what investment products you're going to use for your for your plan. Like, and I'm going to do a comparison here between an all-in-one fund, what we call a balanced fund, or if you just buy the individual holdings yourself. And this is kind of geared towards retirees. So the first step is you try to arrive at an asset allocation, 60-40, whatever that number happens to be. <clears throat> and you've decided that's going to work for me. I think I can deal with this. And these types of model or these types of investments are available for people all around the world for the most part. You can get them in euros. You can get them in, in pounds, Canadian dollars, Australian dollars, probably other currencies, certainly here in the States. So the way a balanced fund works Vanguard's got plenty of those choices here in the States. They have their life strategy funds, which are just these targeted risk models, 80-20, or 60-40, or the balanced index fund, which is an awesome fund. They have the Wellington, the Wellesley funds, and they have all their target date funds, all just really good stuff. And other firms offer these as well. You can get them in ETFs too. So the way that these balanced funds, balanced funds work, now they're going to have different charters and different ways that they operate, but they will you know keep you in your target 60 40 but then they're going to rebalance back to that mix for you when they get out of balance i don't necessarily know exactly what they're going to do but it's not going to be if it's out of balance by 0.01% maybe it's 3 4 maybe 5% before they rebalance so kind of whenever they need to based upon market uh, developments market circumstances but they do it for you I kind of envision the rebalancing crew as being some sort of a crew that's in the basement of the building. They show up for work every day. They sit around a console. They have nothing to do. They're organizing their paper clips. They're shooting rubber bands around. And then one day, the red light goes off. There it is, loud sound. It's like a nuclear reactor. They have to get back and rebalance. So there's this flurry of activity. They do their buying. They do their selling get it back into balance. Now, maybe this goes on for two or three days, a week, a month. The market's crazy. It's jumping all over the place. They're working overtime. They're stressed out. But then things settle back down again and they're back to boredom. So that's kind of what I envision the rebalancing crew and some of these funds doing. But they do it for you. Or here's what you can do. You can set up your own mix. Three, four funds. That's not really that complicated, is it? You can go replicate these these Vanguard funds just by buying the, the constituent funds, hold them yourself, set up your own spreadsheet. You're, you are an engineer maybe, and you can do this. This is simple stuff. And you just set up a little bit of a trigger, maybe some notification. You go in, you do your downloads, or you, find, you get portfolio visualizer, or using personal capital, whatever you're using. And you got the triggers, you check it every day. Some, you know, maybe you check it throughout the day. You're waiting there, it's on the edge, it might move. Once it, get out, once it gets out of whack, then you make the changes. 
got to be careful though if you're an American and it's uh, your after-tax account, your brokerage account, tax or tax consequences. But you might see that has an opportunity. I can do some tax gain harvesting or tax loss harvesting. But you can control this. And many people like that. And for those that want to stay on top of the markets and they want to save five or six basis points, they can do this. In fact, some people like the notion of buying a balance fund is beneath them. They can do the work. I mean, this is easy stuff to do. By the way, if you were investing $100 million, that would be a lot of money too, wouldn't it? So here's what I think. You're not really going to do this. You think you're going to do it. But in retirement, you're going to get tired of it. You're going to realize it's kind of a pain in the rear. You can't really tell if you're making that much more any, money anyway. And so you're probably going to bail out on it at some point. You're not a robot. Or maybe you're just out there enjoying your life doing things with your family, some hopefully some new things that you're interested, some hobbies, some other things. Maybe you're out on a vacation on a houseboat and you're having a great time. You can't be bothered checking the, you know, the markets and what's going on with your spreadsheet. So that's why I think a balanced fund, a type of balanced fund can be great for people of any situation, but particularly for retirees. They don't have to worry about buying or selling their investments anymore. They can let the fund do that, the crew in the basement. They can let them take care of this stuff for them. Now, both ways can work. And I've, I think if you want to stay on top of your funds and can do this for a long time into retirement, then um, that's great. But I've had many clients tell me as they move their funds into balanced funds, they just like it. It's so much simpler. And they do have a high degree of confidence that their fund is matching what they want it to do. So I wouldn't overlook these things. They're simple. They tend to get, I think, uh, they get uh, they don't get the respect they deserve in the financial services industry. But I think they're awesome investments. Thank you for listening to the Plan Vision podcast. Let us know if you have any questions or comments on the topics covered. 